Today on the podcast review show, this is Rami. Thicken up your skin and get ready for a supersized serving of opinion. Delivering constructive criticism and powerful praise, it's the podcast review show. This is the podcast that takes the guesswork out of first-time impressions. You'll discover new podcasts while learning podcasting tips. Join in on the conversation via voicemail, email, comments, and polls. It's all at our website, podcastreviewshow.com. All right, welcome to the Podcast Review Show. I'm your host, Dave Jackson, from the School of Podcasting. And this is where we uh, have someone come on. They've asked us to review their show. We find out the best things they're doing and tell them to keep doing that. And we look for those things that maybe need a little polishing and uh, point those out as well. And uh, joining me as always, the one, the only, don't be fooled by cheap imitations, um, the podcast talent coach himself, Eric K. Johnson. How are you, buddy? I'm well. You know, there are so many imitations of me running around. There are. <laughs> I think a lot of kids win as me as Halloween for Halloween. <laughs> Maybe not. Maybe not this year. Who are you dressed up as? I'm the podcast talent coach. <laughs> wow. You look just like him. Yeah. And I you- thought you were David Spade. <laughs> yeah, same thing. Uh, and staying up late, where are you at in the UK? Well, that- uh, it's in Ramsbottom, which is about six or seven miles north of Manchester. All right. But uh, Lee Ball, thanks for joining us. And uh, yeah, I thought about that after I said that. I'm like, the name of his show is This Is <laughs> Rammy About Ramsbottom. I'm pretty sure I know where he's at. But Is uh, Ramsbottom like a, uh, a suburb? Uh, it is a... Well, Berry, I guess, would be the equivalent of the suburb, and so it's, we're kind of we're part of Berry, which is like a council or a county, um, and then that is part of Greater Manchester. So you're kind of a, a step further out than Berry would be. Yeah, so we're okay. about three miles north of Berry, and then yeah, we're, we're kind of we're in we're in a valley of a hill, so hence the scenery and things. Fantastic. Yeah, you had some really. Um, I was looking at your site today, some really great pictures and it's just so I've been to the UK once. I want to go back, especially now looking at all these pictures because it was just absolutely beautiful. But, uh, what, what prompted you to, to start the podcast? Um, well, I had the site anyway, because I knew we were moving to Ramsbottom. Um, and prior to actually moving here, I was told that it's quite in like a tight knit community and, um, you know, you want to kind of get involved to make new friends and things like that. So I thought, well, I'll start this site because there wasn't there wasn't really anything like that for Ramsbottom and, and that area. So I thought, well, I'll, I'll create the site. And then later on, I thought, well, maybe there's a podcast. So I had a look to see if anybody had one just because I wanted to listen to it myself. And there wasn't. So I thought, well, OK, scratch your own itch type thing. And so I thought I'd create it. Make your own. Yeah. Awesome. Where, uh, where did you move to Ramsbottom from? Uh, Salford, which is not that far away. It's only um, maybe it's just southwest of Manchester. So uh, around the like there's a ring road. So it's a big motorway. So you just or moved to the other side. You were on the south side, moved to the north side. Yeah. Yeah. I've always lived around Manchester. Uh, okay. I've never really lived anywhere else. Great. And is Manchester close enough where you can drive into town? Like, uh, oh, if you yeah, go yeah, do yeah. something on the weekend, you just drive into town. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, um, 20 minutes and, oh, and you're there. So, yeah. Perfect. Not bad at all. Awesome. And I, Ikea is about 30 minutes away, so that's not too bad. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> and that's the important part right there. How <laughs> far is the Ikea store? Go and get your meatballs and, uh, and anything else, yeah. So when you, uh, when you develop the podcast, um, is, it, is it designed for people who live in Ramsbottom or for people who might come? Is there, is there a tourist destination? Would people come to Ramsbottom to hang out or yeah. do anything? Yeah, I mean, Ramsbottom itself is mainly, um, I would say, mainly visited by people who want to go walking and things like that because we've got quite a lot of, um, you know, hills and scenery and things. So a lot of people will come here and walk. Um, We do have a few shops and restaurants and Ramsbottom has recently started becoming quite a popular destination to come out and eat um, because we've got quite a lot of award-winning restaurants. I say quite a lot. There's about six or seven that are um, award-winning. Um. But yeah, I think the podcast originally was mainly for people who were living in Ramsbottom. So uh, like niche, really niche. So they may have been living there and moved away and just want to stay connected to it. Yeah, yeah. They they may have moved away. They want to um, 
it's it's difficult for me to try and bridge the gap between people who have never lived here and want or you know have lived here and moved away and keep it relevant for the people who do live here now do most of the people that live in Ramsbottom work there or do they commute into Manchester for work I think it varies um there are quite a lot of people I've interviewed on the podcast who actually are like uh, freelancers or artists or they work from home or, or they're writers and things like that um but there are obviously I I actually work in a place called Saddleworth, which is similar to Ramsbottom, except it's the other side of Manchester again. So it's like 45 minute car journey or something like that. Okay. All right. Dave, just getting a little background here. That's it, man. I'm like going, you're getting your UK on. All right. I'm like, I have no idea what they're talking. I've been there once, but uh, it was, I was like, obviously you've been there a bit. So you know that, you, I mean, I'm, I am like the epitome of stupid American. I can't even point to Iowa on a map. I'm, I barely know where I'm living at. So, um, I was about 15 minutes away from where I am right now. There you go. Just across the river. <laughs> we don't go there often. So, no. So what we always do is just play the first couple minutes of uh, the show to kind of get a feel of how it kicks off. And uh, with that, uh, this was episode um, numbers. Oh, dog on it. I uh, it was the 71, episode seventy one. Yeah, about the there was a fire, and uh, it was really um, quite interesting. So we'll we'll kick this off here. On this week's This Is Rami, I speak to Paolo of the Venetian to find out where things are up to since that terrible fire on Monday. This is Rami, your locally produced weekly podcast, bringing you news, events, interviews and information from the heart of Ramsbottom with your host, Lee. Hello, hello, and thanks for joining me once again for another episode of This Is Rami. If you've never listened to This Is Rami before, my name is Lee. I am a local resident of Ramsbottom. I have not lived here for too long. I've lived here for just coming up to two years now. However, since falling in love with the place, I have decided to start This Is Rami, the podcast, and you will find news, events, interviews, and other such things every week on This Is Rami such as this interview this week where I have caught up with Paolo of The Venetian. Now, you probably will be very much aware that uh, The Venetian has suffered a terrible, terrible fire that uh, started on the early hours of Monday, the uh, 4th of July, uh, 2016. And I basically wanted to catch up with Paolo and find out where things are up to, what happened, you know, is there anything we can do to try and, you know, help, help, help things come along and and help it all get together. Uh, So that's essentially what this interview was about. If you uh, like the interview, then please share this episode of this is Rami. Uh, Paolo is a fantastic person. He's clearly very, very passionate about his business and keep listening after the interview for a little bit of information about upcoming events in and around Ramsbottom. So that's a good spot to uh, – we'll, we'll just pause it there just to talk about – I got to ask, is that Music Radio Creative that did your intro? Yeah, uh, I got lucky in the uh, – I went to the UK uh, podcast uh, – what do they call it now? The uh, New Media Europe, Yeah, uh, uh, not the last one, the one before. Uh, and I got talking to a few people there. I just went on my own. I thought, I'll try it out. Uh, and someone I got talking to won um, a podcast intro and outro – uh, but he didn't have a podcast, so he he gifted it me, and uh, nice. yeah, I used that. Yeah, you can you can they do good work. It's always as soon yeah. as I hear it, I'm like, oh, there's Mike and Isabella again. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, I like the, you know, I like the way that you kind of introduced it. The music came in, and I I gotta get I gotta guess here. You went to turn the music down and turned your mic down instead. Did that? Uh, I'm not sure. I th- you, I'm not sure what happened there. I can't hear it. Yeah, but I don't. The good I'm news is sure. you recovered quickly, but it was like all of a sudden yeah, I was like, hey, well, we're, 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 mixer, so it's all it's all post. Uh, oh, is it okay? Yeah, so I'll record the intro. Uh, I'll already have the um, section of audio for the intro with the music and things, and then it just fades out. And usually, I'll have it slotted in there. And the only thing I can think that happened is possibly I must have caught myself and, and raised it at some point because clearly it doesn't. It goes up at some point, so it's not quite. <laughs> No, I thought it was, it was just one of the things when I was listening, I was like, it sounded like for a second, like your voice got low and then all of a sudden you came up and the music got low and I was like, oh, I've done that before. You grabbed the wrong, uh, um, 
slayer. The wrong slayer, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think that's that's something I probably will end up doing when I eventually get a mixer. Um, but it was uh, an interesting story about this poor guy. Um, the one thing for me that I was listening for, and I never heard out of the story, it's, it's uh, what what is the um, what's the name of it again? The Venusian, the, Ven- the Venetian, Venetian. Uh, uh, yeah, it was a it was a restaurant. He's still closed. Um, wow. There has there's been rumors that he is working himself now in in another restaurant, and he's basically not able to to bring it back to what it was. So, because I guess maybe at the point when you interviewed him, they didn't know what started the fire. Is that yeah? I think I interviewed him on the Thursday. I think, and, and the fire was on the Monday. So okay, it was, so they, it was that's just what, a few days between. Yeah, that's why they didn't talk about that because they didn't know at the point. Okay, um, but I, I do. Uh, the, I did pull one clip that the part that I was like, for me, was like the epitome of the story that really pulled my my heartstrings. That where the guy's talking about paying his his uh, staff. So uh, let me play that here real quick. Towards the end of July, another period of of payroll comes, which again is including hours and everything else that he worked partly in July, in June. So a moment will come when I'm supposed to pay them wages, and I can't. Yeah, that was just when he's like, mm. I got to pay wages, and I can't do it. And I was like, oh, that's not a good place to uh, to be in. Um, Eric, any other quick comments? You know, when I listened to the podcast, the first go around, um, before really diving into it with you to figure out who it was intended for, um I love the fact that it's very niche and very Rams bottom. Um, it's almost like the, it's almost like the, the weekly newspaper that brings you up to speed with everything going on in Rams bottom, but just takes a story and really dives deep into it. Um, when I first listened to it, I'm like, well, what, what is the Venetian and who is Paulo? And, and, and tell me a little bit about that. I still think you probably, might benefit by doing that, especially if we're talking to people who have left Rams bottom and haven't been back for a while. If you talk about the Venetian, that's that restaurant that's right down on uh, the intersection of third street and fourth Avenue or wherever it happens to be. And you kind of describe it a little bit, kind of paint the picture for me a little bit more to uh, put me right there on the street corner to understand which building we're talking about. Or maybe I, I lived in Rams Bottom 20 years ago and left and and never heard of the Venetian, but I know it was in the shop where the where the uh where Louis Bar and Grill used to be or something mm-hmm. like that. So um a, a little more description because this is the first time maybe I've just discovered your podcast. This is the first episode I've listened to and I didn't realize there was a fire. Uh, in the Venetian, a little more description of that would have helped me as we're jumping into the uh, into the story because I didn't know who Paula was and I didn't know what the Venetian was and why I should uh, why I should care about this particular um, interview episode because it lives on on the internet for for a long long time and though this happened on July fourth and you talked to him days later here I am listening to it in November. And not really sure where we're going with that. Or maybe I just moved to Ramsbottom and I'm trying to get up to speed with everything that's going on. And I discover your podcast and I'm looking to kind of catch up on some of the history and some of the the news that has happened. And here I'm kind of dropped into the middle of the story. So I thought I, I loved your uh, produced open. I thought that was great as we're getting into it and you're setting him up. We kind of started in that middle of the story. I just would have liked to heard a little more um introduction of him and kind of paint the picture before we jump into him telling uh, what turns out to be a fantastic story. I mean, he really um, draws some great pictures as he's talking about walking around the place uh, as the last person out to, to double check everything. He does it twice and how he once found somebody falling asleep on the steps leading upstairs. And he draws some great pictures in the story. Yeah. He's uh, he's quite a big character uh, in Ramsworth. I mean, he was, he was, I mean, it's, it's not like he's dead. He's still alive, but he's still, uh, he, he was a good showman and things. And if you go to his restaurant, then he would, you know, make a, a show of you and a fuss of you and things like that. So um, I think I think you're definitely right. I think I do, uh, I, I either presume that people know who I'm talking about or know what I'm talking about. And I don't tend to, um, I kind of naively think, oh, well, they're going to know what I'm talking about. And I think I try to not over- over explain something that is kind of 
common knowledge. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And I, I, I don't appreciate the fact that some people like yourselves, obviously, are not from Ramsbottom. So that's that's kind of what I mean about the fine line, the fine balance between yeah. making it really painfully obvious and, and hammering it home to them. So like saying there's one massive park here saying, um, oh, uh, Nuttall Park, you go down here, you go down here, you, you go in. Obviously, if someone's lived here for 20, 30 years, then they might be thinking, I know exactly where this is. Why are you, why are you telling me this? So, it, I, I, can feel, I can feel a little bit of that hesitation when I listen to your show because you use the word obviously quite a bit in there. Just um, assuming that the listener knows what you're talking about. And when uh, when new broadcasters and new podcasters start out, they, they have this kind of uh, gut feeling that people are going to think, that um, I'm not as uh, well-read as they are because I'm telling them something they already know. It, it's common. It happens to all of us. It happened to me back when I started. And so you kind of go, you know, as you know, or obviously this and this and that. Well, if it's obvious, then you don't need to tell me. However, if there's a portion of your audience that already knows it, but there's a portion that does not, you can use different phrases. You know, it, uh, if you remember... Uh, the Venetian that sits down on Third and Fourth Avenue, uh, that used to be Joe's Bar and Grill back until about 2010. That's when it changed over to the Venetian, and Paolo owns it. And so, you know, as I've mentioned before, this, that, and the other thing. Or if you, um, if you say, uh, "Oh, you, you may have heard me talk about," or you might remember things like that. That kind of replaces that obviously thing. Right. Okay. And, and it so it's telling the person that already knows. If you remember, if you remember back about four episodes ago, we talked about this. So it's refreshing the memory of the person that was here. But for the individual who wasn't here, you're now bringing them up to speed with some of the details that they need to know to get caught up to the story. So you're right. kind of you're kind of um, acknowledging the fact that your longtime listener knows these facts. So the person that actually lives in Ramsbottom knows these things. So you're just refreshing their memory while at the same time bringing that person who's new to town up to speed with the story. And would you say it's it's the type of you you would get in and out with that information, try and make it short and not dwell on it? So Yeah. So you just want to include just enough information so I know what we're talking about. Okay. You know, if you were talking about the Venetian here, the Venetian, uh, you, you've probably been there before. The Venetian is that. Um, bar and restaurant that sits down there on Third Street. Um, Paulo is the owner of it. He's owned it since 2012 when he finally started it because before that it was Bob's Bar and Grill. That's really all I need to know. Now I'm caught up to speed. It, if you remember right, it caught on fire back on July 4th and they really haven't figured out why. We're talking to Paulo today to kind of find out where he is today and how we might be able to help him get back on his feet. And really that's all I need to know. So just tell me, you start... Start at the point where you want to end. You start at the end. You figure out what I need to know, and then you work backwards to include enough information so I get to that point. Right. Okay. And would you would you say you've got like twenty seconds or oh, thirty uh, seconds, uh, or would you just go? There's no real length of time. It, you right. just need to include what needs to be included. It, there's never, as Dave always says, we've heard it from um, uh, a radio coach. Um, she always says there's no such thing as too long. It's only too boring. So I, you know, 20 seconds could be too long, mm. but two minutes might not be long enough. You just need to tell me as much as I need to know. Depends on the level of detail, I guess, and, and what I'm describing. Right. So if we're going to talk to Paulo about a fire that happened in his business, what is it that I need to know? I need to know what his business is, where I might find it in Ram's bottom, uh, and how, when the fire happened and how it happened. And that's really about all I need to know. And let's roll into it. But if you're talking to somebody else who might be a firefighter in town and they're putting on a benefit, you know, now you might be need to talk about when the benefit is, where the benefit is. Give me the details leading up to that. So just tell right. me as much as I need to know to catch me up on the story before we dive into it. Okay. The story itself was, was intriguing because, you know, you could hear there was nothing – to me, it was, it was very real and raw because you hear the guy talking about how, you know, the insurance guy's been out and he's like, surely I should be getting some money, but nothing's happening and I'm, he's just kind of stuck. And um, so it was, I was listening to it going, you know, was there anything that you could have done to 
to really enhance anything. And it's like, no, the guy's just venting and saying is, is and that's, again, he's answering. There wasn't much to answer at that point. There wasn't a, how did it start? Cause we didn't really know. Um, you did mention that it pretty much just ruined his basement. Uh, other yeah. than that, we didn't get much of a picture of, you know, what happened in, in, you know, and again, it was, maybe that's part of it. It was just a little too soon to go how much damage was done in, you know, he, he did mention a little bit about the, the money of that. So I, I was intrigued. I thought it was, um, Interesting and uh, uh, Eric, anything that else you pulled from the the story? There was uh, there was one part where he was talking about it, and you said, uh, "How can somebody who's listening to this interview help? What can they possibly do?" And he he kind of said, "Well, I really don't know. I, I'm I'm looking for a contractor, you know." And he listed a couple things that he needed, and I thought that was great. I would have liked to have seen us spend a little more time with that. That gives the audience. Um, a little call to action and something to do and how they might be able to get involved. Uh, you know, if he needs, if he needs help making ends meet or something like that. Um, that was, that was a great question. And I love the fact that we kind of turned the camera around back on the audience and said, how can all of these people now step up to help you? And, uh, I, he said he needed a contractor and stuff like that. I thought maybe a way to contact you or to contact him at that point so they can get involved to help them mm. to help them do something to help him. Cause as I was listening to it, I'm like, man, where do I send the check? Like the guy was just, everything he had was, is gone. And, mm. and I love the line. He said, he goes, he said, you know, the insurance companies, they just drag their feet when, when it's time for you to pay them, they want their money now or they're calling you. But when it's time for them to pay you, they look for every reason to not send you the check. Yeah, I thought, yeah, I mean, how many how many times have we been through that? If you've ever dealt with an insurance company, that's it right there. Yeah, he he wasn't very happy with the insurance company. I I could tell. I could tell he was uh, it was great. It was great listening to him get through his story. And and you just kind of stayed out of the way. I mean, he did a great job moving the story forward. He didn't really need your help to to redirect him and and walk him through it. He really had some great details and. you you kind of realized that and hung back and kind of let him go at it. Yeah, I tend to I try to do that with all of my interviews. Just give a question and then let them talk because people they want to hear the interviewee. They don't tend to want to hear me um, talking all over their interviews. So I try and do that. And from my point of view, people tend to be pretty comfortable talking about yeah, themselves I mean- or what they know anyway. There's an occasion where you're interviewing somebody and they get down a rabbit hole, which has nothing to do with the topic at hand, and you need to kind of redirect them. You know, we yeah, you know, we might be able to get to that in a minute, but I want to go back to this point that you made here. Tell me more about that, and you kind of redirect them and get them back on on task. Um, but he didn't need any of that. He was passionate about his topic and he he ran with it. So overall, I thought the interview was great. After the interview, um, you got into some shout outs, which I thought were great, kind of tying in the. Uh, tying in the audience and the people that were getting involved with uh with the show through social media and things like that and Mm -hmm. i thought your transition out of the interview and and into the rest of the show was pretty smooth and and worked well yeah that's the one thing i liked is um you know you didn't get too fancy with any kind of transition music or anything like that but when you got done with your subject you kind of ended it you'd pause for a half a second and then you just started the local news and i was like oh this is cool it's very Again, you know who your audience is, and you're talking about the whatever the one event was, and it's this Thursday, and yada. And I was like, "Oh, this is because I, I swear someday if I can get just a little more time, I would love to do a local podcast about <laughs> where I live." And I'm like, "This is what I would do. It would make it all, you know." And down at this pub, you know, so and so is singing, and in the new movie, whatever it is, I would do all the local news. So I love the fact that it was just hyper local. Um, I love that idea. Um, has that been, you know, have you gotten any feedback from your audience in terms of, you know, Hey, Um, with regards to them listening or they're listening or have you had any businesses that said, Hey, you know, you mentioned this a couple months ago, people keep coming in saying they heard about it on the podcast or, uh, I think the only two times, I mean, there are people that I've met who, after meeting them, I've told them about the podcast, so I don't really include them because they knew me before the podcast. Right. Um, but yeah, twice I've had some kind of, I guess, cool reasons for doing the podcast. And one is I was in the um, barbers, so like the hairdressers, and just getting my hair cut. And then as I was leaving, someone said, hey, are you late? Do you do this is Rami? I was like, 
yeah, I, always, I thought I recognized your voice. And it's like, that was pretty cool. And also I interviewed another restaurant who, um, as I was at the traffic lights, just literally crossing the road, she, uh, someone that she knew came over and said, oh, I, I heard you on the on the podcast. And I was like, at, at the time, I just like kept my head down and I didn't want to turn around and go, because <laughs> it was a bit weird. It was like too coincidental. It was like I'd almost staged it. Um, but then the owner recognized me and said, oh, oh, here's Lee. And I was like, yeah, you're right. And I just walked off with my son. It's just odd. But yeah, there's there's a few people that listen and things. That's, I would think that would, as as time goes on, how, how big a town is Ramy? Is it? Uh, well, Wikipedia says there's about nineteen thousand people that live here. Okay. Um, and you well, know Wikipedia is right. So. <laughs> oh, it's always right. Yeah, it's never, never um, it feels a lot smaller though, because there's a lot of people that I've met who know other people, and and they know other people. So it is it is very close knit, um, and it's not very big. It's only a couple of miles around. I would say. I'm wondering if you could. Uh create like a sticker or something like that when you talk about businesses you could pop in and say hey i and i mentioned you on the podcast i do a show it's called this is rammy and and we talked a little bit about the business mind if i put a sticker in the window or something you know as heard on this is rammy yeah that's i i did create those i didn't make them but i did create a, a mock-up with the logo and a little qr code and things like that and uh I got a price for them. I just never did it. And that was before I launched the podcast. It was like, well, I could do this and stick them in the windows. Yeah. I just never ended up doing it. I don't know why. It almost, the the podcast feels like going back 40 years to the little small town newspapers before, before the internet and everybody would just, you would get like here in, in Omaha, we have the big newspaper, but then all of the little towns around Omaha, the suburbs would all have their newspapers too, which because the the big Omaha World Herald wouldn't focus on the little towns because they had too much other news to cover. So the little towns would focus on the little league baseball scores and yeah. you know the kid that did good and the the 4-H club and stuff like that. So everybody would subscribe to that. And that kind of, that's what your podcast feels like. It really brings home the, yeah, it's not quite the, the large city. This is this is just for us, and and talks about the local happenings around town. Yeah, and I always try and well, I now try and keep it all always positive. Like previously, when I was kind of learning um, what to put out, uh, I would put out any news, whether it's positive or negative. And now I tend to only focus on the positive because, well, frankly, there's there's enough negative <laughs> press and <laughs> things yeah. around, so. People don't, I try and think that, I think that people don't want to listen to this and then get down again. I'd rather have it and keep it upbeat and try and promote the town for tourism and things like that as well. The uh, the end of it, when you start going through the events that are happening around town, I think that kind of really lends to uh, that tight, close-knit local feel to it. I love that. You know, I was just thinking as we're talking, a lot of radio stations here in the States do remote broadcasts where they'll go out and broadcast from a bar or something for two hours. And it might be kind of cool if this gets up and, and starts becoming the buzz of the town, you could go record it live, take your gear and set up down at a place like the Venetian where mm. people can come down. You know, we record it every, every Thursday night at eight o'clock, come on down if you want to join. And then, uh, you know, you could get some guests on that are in the audience, some regulars to just pop on and say, Hey, I just wanted to say, Happy birthday to mom because this weekend uh, she turns 65 or something like that. Yeah. Might give an atmosphere to the show, which we Yeah, do. it would definitely add, it would color the audio a bit better as well. And I do, well, that's why I've made this mic flag was um, so that I could go out and look less of a fool, basically. <laughs> <laughs> look slightly more professional rather than just some odd person standing there with a mic. So yeah. um, it was more to make me feel confident. So I, I would go and and do things like that but I have like contemplated because uh, we've got a local market and I think it's only 15 pounds or something to rent a stall so I was thinking well I could rent a stall and just sit there like it was my studio and get people over and just you know say hello and, and things like that well yeah but if uh if it gets enough popularity um a local tavern might might give you a couple dollars to come over and do it every Thursday night so because they'll get a crowd to come in and hang out with you and, and when they yeah. come hang out then they're drinking pints and, and they're you know bars making money and you're getting guests and you're having fun and you're making a couple dollars on the side too so you never know 
The other thing I liked was not only did you share um, kind of local stories, but then you got into like, here's what's going on with me. And uh, I just love the fact that you're like, yep, I got the bathroom fixed and uh, the plaster's working. And then uh, I'm actually going to play the end of the show. We're, we're nowhere near, uh, near being done here, but um, I'll just play this because you finished up the show uh, with kind of a personal story and then you went right into your outro here. That's all done. That's behind me and the bathroom is now plastered and we can move on and hopefully get the new bathroom in without any further issues. Oh, and one update, actually, the the, uh, the garage has been damp-proofed. So uh, my garage is no longer leaking, which is such a relief because we've had a biblical amount of uh, rain this weekend. So... I'm off now to go and uh, get some sleep because it's just coming up to 20 past 11 on Saturday the 9th of July and tomorrow I will be at the car boot sale. I spent a lot of time today sorting things out and I'm going to be there. I'll have a I'll have a pile of leaflets on my uh well it's probably going to be a paste table, to be honest. I'll have a pile of leaflets on there if you want to pick one up uh, and it basically gives you a little bit of more information about this is Rami. And that's it from me. So thanks once again for listening to another episode of This Is Rami. Again, if this is the first episode you've listened to, I would appreciate uh, if you share it, if you comment, just let me know what you thought about the show and if there's anything that I can do that would make it that little bit better for you. So thanks once again and I shall speak to you next week. Thanks for listening to the show. This podcast exists to interview local businesses, local group members and Rami individuals in an effort to bring more attention to our fantastic town. If you like This Is Rami, please consider subscribing, leaving us a review or sharing with your friends. So I I like that. I thought it was, number one, it was, you know, obviously very personal, but also you didn't drag it out. You didn't talk about your bathroom for a half hour. You know, it was like, here's what's going on. We did this, the plaster thing. And, and I love the fact that it's been raining biblical proportions. Yeah, <laughs> I, thought was, was, I thought that I was a, it, a clever way of putting that, uh, that made me giggle. Um, cause again, it's, it, it's it like it, uh, when Eric was talking earlier, sometimes if you can paint a picture and so, you know, if somebody says, oh man, it rains a lot, but you said raining in biblical proportions. Now I'm thinking an ark and you know everything else. <laughs> it was just like, all right, that's a cool way to describe that. I was like, I'm, I'm going to borrow that probably somewhere in the future. Um, and then it, it transitioned nicely into your outro music and, uh, you know, put a nice little exclamation point at the end of the show. Um, Eric, I know you had a, the a same note I had um, because we're podcasters, we can say subscribe to the show in iTunes Depending on the technical expertise of the people in Rami uh, and your target audience, you might want to have a thing. I know you've got buttons on your website, which is uh, we'll we'll talk about your website here in a second. Um, but um, make sure you know I'm, I'm not sure. I know uh, uh, I have one guy that does a, a show all about horses, and his audience is the furthest thing from technical. And he actually has step by step directions because that's really what we want. It's nice to have reviews, but reviews don't really move us up the charts as much as people think it does. Uh, but if you can get subscribers, that's really the the golden ticket. Um, so make sure that we've, we've, if there is a way to make a clear picture. And again, you know, your audience better than I do. Uh, yeah. Eric, anything else on? Uh... I, I love the, the end of it. Uh, the personal touch with the personal stories. I love how we went from a mic flag into the bathroom, into the garage and the, the whole, uh, it just kind of let us get to know you better. And I really appreciated that. Um, you gave the date at the end. I'm not really sure that that means a whole lot because as I, you know, we're listening to it here in November. Um, the fact that it was July uh, makes it feel dated, but I would know it was dated if I was, mm. if you hadn't mentioned that. So I, um, I think that might be because, um, because I mentioned some events sometimes. Yeah, I don't yeah. want people to turn up and go, Oh, it's not today. Well, no, it was like last year or, or something. Yeah. Or um, so, yeah, it's, it's difficult to try and make it timeless and also man- mention events. Yeah, if you're if you're given the stories of the day, you might date it then right at the beginning. Yeah. You know, today's uh, today's July seventh, and uh, you know, one of the biggest stories in the news today is the fire down at the Venetian that happened back on the fourth of July. That might be a way 
to, uh, as we were talking about before, to remind the people that know, but bring the other people that don't know up to speed, timestamp it and kind of give it a little synopsis at the very beginning. Uh, right. That might that might help out there. Um, the other thing I was hoping you do, you do a great job saying, hey, uh, get out and subscribe or review us, uh, share us with your friends. And you, you're talking about share and comment and let me know what I can do to make the show better. You're bringing your audience in, which I love. I love the fact that um, it isn't just a one way street like you want your audience to come in and be involved. I'd like to see you do a little more of explanation of how to get involved. Uh, you gave the website address one time and it was way back in the middle of the show when you um, you offered a link to the you said you were going to put something in the show notes and you offered the website there. But okay. it was it was in the middle of the episode here at the end of the episode. Um, we don't want the discussion to just end. I want you to to continue on. Uh, it, it shouldn't be 30 minutes and then you and I are done talking. Where else can I get involved? If I can chat with you on Facebook and email you, uh, give me the website address where I can go get all of that information to continue the relationship with you after the, after the episode's over and how I might be able to find more about you, about the show, um, about everything. So, yeah. That, yes. that, that was just the one tweak I would like it at, to see at the end. I thought the rest of it, I thought the production of the the clothes was great. Um, you hit on all the right spots in the clothes, both in yours and in the produced one. Um, just that little touch would, would take it to the next step. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I've, I've, sometimes I've, I've done too many calls to action and sometimes I've not done enough. And it sometimes it depends which episode you pick up on. But I think, yeah, I think you're right. I think I should just focus on getting them to the website and mention it a few times in the episode and just leave that as it. Yeah, that's kind of the catch-all is put it all on the website and then say, hey, if you want to email me or if you want to share this with a friend, if you want to subscribe to the show, if you want to find out any details about the Venetian and how to get in touch with them, I have all of that for you at the website. Okay. And then you give the web address. And now it's only really one call to action. You're just sending people to the website to get whatever it is that they need rather than go here and go there and do the other thing and go over to iTunes and all of that. You're saying just go to the website and everything you need is right there. Yeah. Okay. The other thing I thought you did good uh, was when you were talking about, you know, your all the different things you were working on. I really felt like you were talking to me. You weren't going like, hey, guys, here's what we did. And it was it really just felt like you were talking to me. You were talking like you were talking to one person. And uh, I thought that uh, that that also was something I was like, oh, that's cool that he's doing that as opposed to, you know, talking to everyone. You were talking just to mm -hmm. me. And it was that very was true. It, it felt a lot like that. That was great. And it was very much not scripted. It was just you. Let me tell you what's going on this week that I really like because it really felt like you were just talking right to me as opposed to this week. The bathroom was not where, you know, it's raining. Biblical. Yeah, it's, it's not going to that doesn't work. Yeah, toward the end, you could tell it was just you because you didn't go back and edit out all the ums or the the, the pauses while you were trying to think of a, a a particular word. It sounded natural. That that that's a great point, Dave. It really felt like you were talking to me. The the my favorite part of the whole episode was the fact that you got new tools out of uh, out of doing the tile in your bathroom. So <laughs> new tools are always good. Yeah. yeah, I've only used it the once, but yeah, I've got it in the, in the garage. I can't tell you how many tools I have in the garage that I've only used once. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Don't tell my wife, though. Now, this is going to be the fun part because this could be a giant train wreck. I'm going to click the screen share button and oh. it will either work okay. or it used to work. I haven't used this platform in a long time, so we'll see what so happens. It might just be me and Eric in a minute then. Uh, yeah, it's saying you must install the small Chrome browser. Okay, so I'm going to install this. Yes, add the extension. Okay, good. So it didn't kick me out. It has been added. Use this extension by clicking the icon. Okay, so if I now click this, hey, look at that. All right. So now there it is. There's the website. Cool. There it is. All right. So um, the thing I loved about it when I first came to it was everything that I'm looking for is is right in front of me which is an about page that's not uh, some people get really creative and they'll they'll call the about page like buy me a cup of coffee and I'm like what <laughs> um there's a contact page and if I want to listen to it you've got this button right here in the upper right hand corner so that's the fact that I was like okay cool everything that I'm looking for is is a click away I don't have to scroll um I've even got subscribe buttons here your email list uh is here so and it's it's uh 
it's a nice little layout. It's it's nothing too crazy. Um, this is what I always like to tell people. They some people really obsess over their website. You know, it, in this case, everything's white. But on mm. the other hand, it makes your your text and your images stand out. Uh, and then you've got the blueberry player, uh, which is you know works. And um, so to me, you know, Eric, what were your kind of first impressions of the website? My favorite thing of the website being a podcaster is the fact that you come to the website and the first thing you see in that upper right corner is the player and the last three episodes. That I think is fantastic because I don't have to search through a whole bunch of nonsense trying to figure out how to play the episode. I can just go to the front and bang, there it is. That was my favorite part. I love the cleanness of it. I'm, I'm a big fan of nice, clean, uh, easy to read websites. And I think I love the white background and the, and the simple, um, the simple font that's real easy to read. And just the, the light green color of the logo pops off. The website looks great, nice and clean, real easy to, to navigate and incredibly easy to find the, the episode to listen to. Yeah. Do you ever have things on here that aren't a podcast? Yes, you do. Apparently this. Yeah. One. Okay. Yeah. So, um, every now and again, I'll, I might throw a review in there. Um, Got it. And I did see that yeah, on the side over that. here. You have a nice, you have them categorized. So if people are looking for, you know, uh, the different areas, I thought that was a nice move as well. Um, so all in all, and then the, the photos, now I thought this was a great move in terms of uh, exposure. I'm not sure how, I know Flickr used to be huge, you know, 10 years ago, but yeah. so I'm not sure how, and it's free. So why, why not use it? Um, and I'm not sure if people are finding these and bringing it back to your site, but I just, I know when I came over here, I was like, oh, wow, these are some really cool pictures. Um, and it just, especially, um, like this, this, I, I, I love explaining things in audio. Um, but there's a picture of a, just a, a, I cannot explain any more than a, just a traditional English, uh, skyline, I guess you would call it or whatever. It's, it, you've got, you know, hills in the back, uh, green, just lovely green hills with this old architecture. And, um, the fact that half the buildings are brick, it just, I don't know. It, to me, I was just, this is so UK. And I was just, and then I can see where you've been out and about on the bike shows and, um, mm-hmm. a couple different events. And then there's the Venetian there. And, uh, so that really got me, it, it, it added a little more, clarity to the picture i guess uh, again being from an outsider obviously people from the area are going to go well, yeah i know what that looks like i drive by it every day but for me it kind of made the the stories come a little more alive and then uh, i thought the um the events page again just is a nice way what that does is it it makes you now a hub of of the town so if somebody wants to know what's going on you know, they may not find these kind of events in a, a local paper or on the local news, but now you become, you know, the place to go to find out what's going on in, in town. So I thought that was a really great idea. And I also know uh, something like that takes a lot of work to to keep up with. Uh, so, but it should be worth it, I would think. And then the, um, the about page, um, I just like the fact that it goes into it. The only thing... Um, yeah, and, and you get into it right here. The focus is boom, moved from the blog towards the podcast. Um, yeah, and it says right here, it was originally created to bring more information about Ram's Bottom Online. And so you're kind of saying this is what it's about. Um, and the only thing I thought was missing here is it doesn't say anything about you. It, it, right, talk, okay. it, it talks about the – I might um, – yeah, it says right there, the very first sentence is here to keep you informed and entertained about news and events in and around Rhymes Bottom. So I thought that was, uh, you know, nobody had to, to search for that paragraph. It was the very first one. Um, but, I, you know, I always like, I usually see it the opposite. People go to the about page, they put it all about them, and at the very bottom, here's something about the podcast. You've got it great right there. Here's that. But you might want to put a thing, you know, here's who I am yeah, and a little bit about Elaborate me. On, on my background, I guess. Yeah. Okay. Um, and then the, the contact page, um, makes, I see this is a great idea. You've got a way really just about any way people want to contact you. And this way, the website is, you know, this is rami.co.uk slash contact. So you don't have to say on Twitter, on Google plus, it's just one address and people can decide, uh, whichever way they want to do it. The only, this looked a little weird earlier is you have a place where uh, it's support the show page. It's basically affiliate links. Yeah, you just have a picture here. 
under uh, whatever this one is. Yeah, that's, uh, that's gone a little weird. Um, but other than that, um, you know, you've got these different, and, and you would know your audience to know if this makes sense for them or, or not. It, it doesn't, I don't think anybody really visits. <laughs> and I'm not sure, you know, I don't know, is, um, is Patreon a, a global thing or is that just a U.S. and Canada thing? Uh, no, it does. It does work here. It's in dollars. Uh, I do have a Patreon page. Um, I tried it out. I had two subscribers. One's a friend and another one is a local who, yeah. uh, who jumps on the show pretty early and, and she, you know, listens to it quite a lot. Um, cause you might want to put a link to that or, or PayPal yeah, or it, I it, just, because I wasn't putting much value into it, I didn't really want to push it because right. I wasn't giving the subscribers or, or the patrons the extras. So that's good. I didn't, yeah, I didn't want to push it anymore. That's right. Don't uh, – it doesn't feel right. There's no rule. It, it's one of the things I've been hearing a lot about lately is every show it's like blah, 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 podcast, how do you monetize? And you, you don't have to monetize your podcast. It's always nice if you can. But there are other ways. Eric was talking earlier about you know maybe having a, a place for – you know it might be eventually when you become the – you know this is the hub, bringing your show to a place might actually be something that you actually get paid for. Um, and I would think also local shops might be able to, uh, you know, sponsor because it's, you know, if it's a, if it's not a, you know, chain that you're going to see across the country, it's only in this city, you know, you've got their target yeah, they audience. Tend be, they tend to be all uh, local shops. I yeah. mean, there's a couple of supermarkets um, here, but uh, I did have a, for a recent episode, I did get a sponsor for the show uh, where I was interviewing an artist and he I knew before that he sells his paintings in the shop. So I approached the shop and said, look, I'm going to be interviewing this artist. He sells his paintings here. I think it'll be a really good um, point for you to, you know, support the podcast or sponsor the podcast. So, uh, and yeah, I, what I did in the end was I said, rather than you pay me the money, I'll, I'll exchange. So for the same cost of that, I'll just buy stuff in your shop for the same price. And, and that's what I ended up doing. And couple points I had on the uh, website. I love the calendar view of the events page. Um, I would have liked to have seen you promote that in, as you were going through the events on the uh, on the podcast itself on the show. You can find these events on the events page. And if you want to have your event on the events page, you can email it to me. Um, and uh, we can see about getting that on the events page. That, that would get more people uh, plugged into the show. So a thought there. The other thought I had on the um, on the right side of your page, you say sign up to the uh, this is Rami by email, and I'm not really sure what I get for doing that. You might want to have a little uh, benefit there for people to register. You know, if uh, if they are going to get the list of events emailed to them once a week, or what what would be my benefit to signing up for the email? Yeah, um, the only thing you get at the that moment is is the podcast email to you every week. Yeah, so explain that to me. You know, if uh, it, in the the sentence just says um, sign up to this is Rami by email, and you might just add um, to get the podcast via email every week or something like that. So I know exactly what I'm getting. Right. Okay. Just two suggestions I had. Otherwise, I love the website. I think it looks fantastic. Yeah. And when I looked at your your file, it's uh, your audio. I thought was great. Um, you know, like I say, it's my my. Uh, my podcast years, I, I heard your volume go down at the beginning, but that was so, I mean, that's, if I was in a car, I wouldn't even notice. I happen to be sitting in a quiet room with headphones. <laughs> um, but in your, you know, thank goodness you had ID3 tags. We don't have to explain what those are this week. Um, so, uh, yeah, it was uh, overall technical wise. I thought you did a great job and uh, I'm excited to see where the show goes because I, I've, I love hyper local shows. Like I said, if I had, if we had just like 30 hours in a day. I'd be, yeah. I already, I have akronpodcast.com. I, I'm, I'm this close to pulling the trigger. I just need a little more time. So, um, Lee, are you about, uh, a little over a year old then on the podcast? Uh, I started, I think it's March, uh, 2014, I think something like that. So, oh, okay. Yeah. So almost coming up on, on three years then. How often do you publish a show? Um, I try and do once every week, um, okay. but the last episode I did, which was the Sunday just gone, prior to that I'd missed two weeks, um, and it was just because I'd, I'd done like a 60-hour week with work, so it was just getting it fitting, fitting that in was quite hard. So 
I know how that goes. I feel your pain. <laughs> um, yeah, and sometimes I'm not sure if, because I could quite easily turn on the microphone and bash out a 10-minute episode and just you know fly through the events and things. But on the one hand, I think it's good to have something there so someone can regularly have it. And then on the other hand, I don't want to put out crap, you know? Yep, yep, good call. Yeah, that's, a, that's, that's the dance of the podcaster. You know, how do you... And when in doubt, you can always put out something shorter, but that's, it's always weird because you don't want to rush it and it's, uh, it's tough. But, uh, if you can figure out a schedule, even it's every other week or something like that, you know, and if you can be more consistent, that's, it helps. It's not a mandatory. I mean, there's a guy named Dan Carlin that does a show called uh, hardcore history and he, um, uh, he his schedule, he breaks every rule. He doesn't put it out on a regular schedule when he does the shows are four hours long. Uh, but he gets hundreds of thousands of downloads when they come out. It's ridiculous. Right. So, um, but, uh, so in general, if we, as we start to wrap this up, um, I, I really like the show. I, 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 it, it makes me want to kind of go there <laughs> to see, Good. you know, um, I, cause I have it. What you've done is I have a, a mental picture of it in my head. Um, I, I thought you did a great job as, uh, you know, do you have any kind of radio background or anything yeah, no, so nothing. yeah, I thought you did a great job on the on the mic and and the website. Uh, I you know, and again, it might just be our our outsider point of view. I just needed a at, at times just a little more info, but that might not make any sense if we were in your your city, uh, Eric. And anything uh, you'd like to kind of wrap up with? No, I I love the fact that it's so niche. It just feels like small town newspaper to me, and I love that. I I think that's what that's what we're missing right now in, in the worldwide media. We're missing the story about the guy that's got the shop down on the corner. And I, I love that about this, about this particular podcast. Yeah. Have you had any, um, when it comes to interviewing people, have, have people been receptive to that or they're kind of like, what, what's a podcast kind of thing or. Yeah. It's, it's not been bad. Um, most of the time, if I ask someone if they want to be on the show, they'll say yes. Uh, I think only one time they've said no. And I, I'm not sure why I did ask. Uh, I, th- I wasn't sure if they thought I was going to charge for it. Um, mm. but So I went back and said, look, it's a free thing. It's just I, I want to try and promote your business and promote um, Ramsbottom. Um, but yeah, everybody's been pretty receptive. It's I don't get as many interviews because I don't put the legwork in. I'm not sending out enough emails and I'm not going out and getting enough leads to get the interviews in. Um, but yeah, other than that, everyone's been great. Um, so one thing I would ask, so you don't think I need any kind of transition music then? Because that was one thing you liked is the fact I didn't have it for like between news well, events. What I liked was you didn't say, I guess now we'll talk about the news. You know what I mean? The, you, that drives me crazy. Or or if it's somebody with a co-host, should we go to the, the tip of the week? I don't know. Do you want, yeah, let's do the tip of the week. And I'm like just go to the tip of the week, you know? So you just, you took a breath and then you went on. Now, if you want to add music, sure. Um, obviously you've got the post-production thing down, so it's not that hard to, to have some music. I just, I was just glad they didn't go. And now we're going to talk about what's going on in my life. There wasn't any, <laughs> so let's, yeah. let's state the obvious, you know? So I like that part that you just, you took a breath, you transitioned and there wasn't in my mind going, What's he talking about now? It was just, it was obvious that we had changed the subject and, and moved on. And I see so many people just botch that. And and not that it's like a train wreck, but I don't sit there and go, Eric, should we close the show now? Should we wrap things? I don't know. Let's, yes, let's wrap. Okay, let's start the meeting. It's like, we just do it. Yeah, so, I guess uh, when you start to know each other as well, if you've got a co-host, you could just say that you take the lead and then they'll just let you run with it. So. Yeah. So did you have yeah, any- you? You were very clean on the transitions. There wasn't uh now it's time for, which a lot of people use music as a transition to get from one to the next. Your transitions were smooth. It's just like we're sitting in a pub and you're just telling me the news of the day. When you're having that conversation with somebody, you don't stop and go, okay, now it's time for me to tell you about my son's little league game this weekend. You know, you just transition into it. And as you're on your podcast, you do that very naturally. I don't think there's any need for any fancy production elements to it i think that would make it sound too slick i like the production at the beginning and the end and i love the fact that you just give me what you give me 
And I, yeah. even at the end where you go, oh, and I forgot, you know, about the garage yeah. and, and the thing, you know, that's just, it's very natural. It sounds like you and I are having a conversation. That's what makes it feel homey. That's what makes it feel so comfortable and like, it, like it, it's warm that way. I think if you add transition music and zings and bumpers and stuff, it's going to feel too slick and lose that sense of closeness. That that was a fear that I had uh, when I first approached Music Radio Creative was I said, look, I don't want to have all this like, wow, now time for this, blah, blah, blah. And then I go, hello. I didn't want to make it sound something it wasn't. So uh, that was something I was conscious of near the start. Yeah. So I, I liked it. I just, I was like, that's kind of just, uh, cause it's, it's plus it's, it's whatever you want to do. It's your podcast. And so I just thought you did a good job of, of the trend of just making it a nice, clear. And, and it also wasn't like, where'd he go? You know what I mean? It was like, right, you, okay. you took a quick breath and you went to the next subject. So, cause I have seen people do that where they're like, and, uh, that's why I think this. And you're like, did, and then you start looking at your phone, like, wait, is it is it over? He's doing a Paul Harvey on me. There's a pass out. Yeah, there's a. Yeah, I just, I, I think it helps as well because I try and record it all in one long thing. Mm-hmm. So if, especially if I've got an interview, it'll be I'll do the intro, do a little bit before the interview, slot the interview in, and then just record the last bit. So it is just, it'll feel like I'm just talking to you because yeah. I literally am. I'm just going through it. That's it. Awesome. So let's take it full circle. How uh, how far away is uh, Ramsbottom from Liverpool? You're just uh, north north uh, east of it, aren't you? It's uh, it's probably just about west, uh, almost exactly west of uh, of Ramsbottom. Maybe a little bit south as well. Uh, forty miles, something like that. So maybe forty five hour drive, something like that. Forty five hour. It, <laughs> It'd be a bit 40, long. Forty five minutes. Forty five minutes to an hour drive. Yeah, yeah, about that. Yeah. <laughs> Or forty five hours if you take the long <laughs> run. I guess. We're we're uh, fifty minutes from Blackpool if you know where okay. Blackpool is. All right, nice, great, awesome. Well, thanks well, for being here. Yeah, any other All questions right. for us? Uh, I guess if you had to make one change to the podcast or the website or whatever, uh, so if for example I went away now and only did one thing, uh, what would you suggest I did? Hmm. That's a great question. That is a good question. If I were to suggest one thing, I would go back to what we talked about, about providing just a a little more information um, to help those people who aren't completely plugged into your story get up to speed with it. Okay. It, It would be like if you were reading a story, if there was an ongoing story about the parliament, um, something happened a month ago and the, the story continues on. If you're reading that in the newspaper, the first paragraph or the second paragraph of it would kind of give the backstory of what had happened to bring everybody up to speed. I would that that would be the one thing I would recommend It's kind of give me just a little more information to get me where I need to be to be fully immersed in the story if I'm not currently living in Ramsbottom. Okay, and I think mine would be. Um, when you're talking about the events, just mention your website a couple more times because you mentioned all those and go, Hey, that's a lot of information. Uh, if you want to see these again, anytime, just go to this is Rami.co.uk and click on the events button. And then at the end, you know, everything we mentioned today, you can find out at the website and just state it again, just to read. Other than that, like I said, there really wasn't much to, uh, that made me go, Eekah. you know, it was like, Oh, this is pretty cool. There's these little yeah. finer polishing things. So, but, yeah, I uh, love the feel of it. I love the closeness and the the small feel of it. The fact that it feels like it's close, like we know, we all know each other and we're talking about the same thing. Yeah. And uh, I the things we're bringing up are just little little points to polish a little bit, just to make yeah. it feel even better. But I think you have a great show. Fantastic, right? Awesome, brilliant. Well, Eric, where can people find you? Uh, you can find me over at podcasttalentcoach.com. Everything you need right there. All of my uh, coaching information and resources are all available for you at podcasttalentcoach.com. And Dave, your other show happens to be where? At uh, schoolofpodcasting.com. And uh, you can also, of course, find Lee over at thisisrammy.co.uk. Rammy would be R-A-M-M-Y. Ah, that's a good scene. There you go. Thinking ahead. So, but uh, Lee, thanks again for coming on the show. 
No problem at all. Thank you very much. And uh, if you'd like to get if you would like to get reviewed, just go to podcastreviewshow.com slash review me, and we'll hear your smiling voice right here on the podcast review show. 